0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for showing so much love to my first episode and I am here with the second episode and today with the topic Internship Internship is very important in everyone's life, right? So we all want to have an internship in a big firm or maybe in a foreign university and that to fully sponsored, right? So to clear all your doubts and questions today with me, I have Mr. Sai He has done his internship from Georgia Institute of Technology, USA Not only this he has done his internship from Indian Institute of Science that did IISC as well. So let's get started with the podcast and I'll see you after the podcast. Hey everyone, so this is the second episode of my podcast series Unguarded and today with me I have Sai and I met him in a work, in a hackathon actually and he was mentor there and I was just so attracted towards his work and what he was doing. So welcome Sai, how are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you, thank you for having me here
0: Okay, thank you for accepting my invitation and actually taking time out of your busy schedule.
1: No, no, no worry.
0: Okay. okay, cool. So today uh, in this podcast, we'll be having three sections and the section's name going to be from your field. That is uh, vision. Okay. So the first one I have is text stones. So basically the basic building blocks, how your college life goes. And second, I say is optical flow. So it's going mm-hmm. to be something to compare in it, and, and, and at the last, I have something uh, called rapid fire in normal life, but we'll be calling it as bag of virtual words. Okay. So sure, talking definitely. about first, uh, I'll just tell everyone that he's, he has actually achieved so much in his life right now. He just, he just graduated or just uh, gave his exams. So first of all, congratulations to you for completing your B degree.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. That's an achievement, I guess.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is an achievement. Okay, so uh, first of all, let's talk about lockdown. Like, how actually lockdown affected you? Like, your work and college life?
1: Sure. Uh, I think uh, in terms of college life, uh, there was no much difference because the last semester for us is anyway an internship semester. Okay, But um, all my projects re- really got shifted uh, as soon as the lockdown and COVID came. I was working on computer vision projects. And as soon as uh, coronavirus came, we started working on projects related to coronavirus and all. So that has affected me. And of course, working from home, I feel is a little more difficult than working in the lab or working at, uh, at the workplace. So these are two major ways. Uh, yeah, it has uh, kind of impacted me. And of course, the la- lockdown put, shifted all my plans for my master's to the next spring that's how it is affected
0: okay great so like it's happening with everyone like you are more lazy now you have a lot of time to work but you actually feel more lazier at home instead of working yeah
1: absolutely that's one way to put it yeah
0: okay so uh, the first question i have is uh, when you took uh, admission in your college life what were your expectations to those four years and what you were expecting to have in those four years
1: Yeah, uh, when I joined Thapar, um, so I was pretty, I mean, my goals were pretty consistent, uh, that I always wanted to, I knew that I wasn't in the, maybe the premier college in the country, but I always wanted to get a good graduation school. So I had that goal clear, and I always, I I expected Thapar would give me that kind of uh, exposure where I can, and that freedom where I can explore and get a very strong profile. Um, Yeah, that's what I expected from it. And uh, I can say that I don't know how it has helped me, but they definitely given me a lot of freedom to do what I want and let me go out and explore. In that way, Thapar has lived up to that expectations uh, for me. So yeah, that's Great, it because is. the
0: field you have chosen, like in the most of the college, that's not the basic subject or basic mainstream thing in most of the colleges, right? Because in every most of the colleges, they focus on web, Android, or something of a software engineering type. But the field you took was like, something really different from what most of the people are doing like most of the people are under uh, doing some full stack development or android or flutter and everything so how did you manage and how did you started your thinking or going into this computer vision thing
1: yeah i think for almost i think it happens for everyone you start doing things which you come across you might have seen your senior doing web development or a lot of people doing web development, you would have entered web development. Or you might have gone to a hackathon and you've seen those winners making some computer vision projects and that's how you went. So this, for me also it was a very similar thing. I did my internship in the National Innovation Foundation in the first year summer. So there, there were certain problems like crop vandalism where animals come down and eat crops. So then there I realized that how humans in do, solve their problem. They look at the cows and then they chase those cows or and cattle away. From there on, I started thinking computer. I came across that problem there. So luckily I came across that problem and then I started building computer vision from then on.
0: Okay, great. So like in your first year only you get to know like, uh, yeah, I have to do this, right? Because
1: Um, I came across that and that kind of uh, interested me. And then from then on it took up that path only.
0: Okay, so uh, with this, uh, there is a question. Many people wanted me to ask you that like, it's so much confusion right now for people like uh, for the first year student mostly like what they should do because whenever they see something doing like something really good or someone uh, have won in hackathon as you said. So you just see like you start doing that like if someone is doing flutter you go into flutter but then later on, on github you see someone's repo and he's doing web development you start doing web development as well right so there is confusion so what is the right way to choose your path like how should someone think of it like yeah I have to choose this.
1: Yeah, uh, so I think even I had this problem. I did a, I had my hands on Android, Flutter, web development, and all. But eventually, when it comes to deciding a goal, what what is it you want? Uh, what is you was it what is it you want to do after your college? Do you want to do higher studies? And is web development going to help you at that point? Uh, maybe maybe not. Maybe not. Right. Uh, but but if you want to do a good job, say something like in Google or Facebook or any company, does Mern Stack help you? It will help you. So. It all depends on how quickly you decide your goal. So around second, year, like I, I told you, like the moment I entered college, I was like, okay, I need to get to a good graduation school at least for my postgrad. So at that point, I knew that if I, if I, um, there's a potential chance of me doing research in these areas. So in computer vision, I feel there's a chance of research. So that's how I chose. But if you, if somebody's goal is say that no, I want to work uh, in the workplace and um, and they feel that Mer Stack is going to help them, they should stick to it. They should actually stick to their goals and your learning should be associated with your final goal rather than what others are doing.
0: Okay, great. So That's, actually, uh, so what I get from you is like, you should need to focus on your goal and then mark down the things that will help you to achieve that goal, right?
1: Exactly, absolutely. Like again, as I told you, if you want to work in, uh, say something like a financial company, like JP Morgan, for example, as a software developer, you would be doing a lot of querying, database, cloud, and uh, development, Java. So these are the things you like when you say that you want to work for JP Morgan and you start doing computer vision and all it doesn't really make sense. right? So yeah. lock, lock your goal and then build build your blocks to build the building. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. So one more thing like uh, whenever someone start doing something for say taking my example if I uh, for say I've started uh, learning Unity 3D. So the one mm-hmm. thing I get stuck to is tutorials because the first thing come in mind is let's go to YouTube and let's find some basic like basic Unity three D beginners tutorials, correct? Like this, and for everyone it happens. But sometimes it happens like what they are doing is not the ideal way to do it, right? The ideal way is to actually learn the documentation. So, do you prefer reading documentation or do you prefer buying some course and then doing it? Uh, I
1: think uh, I'll be honest. I'm not. I don't think if I straight away open the documentation, I'll be able to build something. Build something. So. Uh, I think it's the way we are grown up, we need things a little spoon fed. So, uh, so I I would start off, I generally my preparation would be go through YouTube or Udemy, get some tutorial, get an understanding of it, because they explain what they're doing. And once I get that level of comfort, then the documentation starts making sense, actually give like a away open the documentation it doesn't make sense. So once I reach certain level of comfort, then the documentation feels okay, good. I like say, I'm just for example, I'm working on OpenCV, for example. Now I don't need to go through the tutorial. I can just open the documentation and then work on because that's the level of comfort you reach. Once you reach that comfort, you can do For some people, you just read the documentation, they reach that level of comfort. So it's up to you eventually how you reach that stage of comfort from where uh, very trivial things start making sense very
0: easily. So, uh, but the end goal should be like, you should look at the documentation for once at least.
1: Yeah, yeah, you should. I mean, you, without the documentation, because this tutorial might get outdated, but the documentation stays up to date. So there's a new API, for example, uh, a new function which this library has put in the tutorial is not going to tell you and you feel that that feature is never there in that uh, uh, whole library right. and you'll be reinventing the wheel, but you should always keep stay in touch with the documentation. You know, just okay. give at least once a look when you're trying
0: to do something. Okay, great. So another question, like I took it from the survey as well. So people are looking at this like they have a lot of subjects in their college life and whenever they try to do something of their own and they lag in their college life or if they focus on their college subjects they lag in their projects and everything so how one should what's what's the ideal thing thing to do it right here so that they should uh, maintain a balance right there
1: yeah these are very easy to be said but to be followed are actually very difficult i mean because i also went to these things uh, so I would rather say, really don't stress out on this. because I am not. I am not studying because I am doing something. Don't really stress it. Uh, anything which happens will happen for two or three days. Uh, for it'll, it'll happen for a few days. Just go through that phase, and then again things will get back normal. So during this uh, congested phase, we start making decisions. Like I won't be part of this. I won't be part of that. Um, so so the way the way I see it is. Um, don't don't immerse yourself in everything that's there in college because there's so much like every day you'll have some event or something happening around uh, you should really uh, you should really like stick to two or three things I would say one or two actually uh, one or two things which really um, which really help you again make sure whatever you choose again fits with your final goal uh, say somebody is interested in network security and if he's doing some fest or some fest organization and all it, it, it's not something that will really help him out because no company is going to hire you saying that you are a manager come on go on That doesn't that doesn't help so choose things which really align with what you want to do and um, then um, things will be really easy for you too okay
0: great great okay so uh as, as you were mentioning as well so you you are pursuing for the uh, master's as well right
1: true yes I, okay so uh,
0: For most of the people, what we are looking at is like engineers can do anything but not engineering right now. I'll give an example, like people are going into banking sector, people are going for IAS, people are going for you can say MBA, but actually the the real engineers are very less. So why do you think that's happening?
1: Uh, I think uh, this is fundamentally the problem in us. It's not the society or anything. We fail to see a lot of problems. Uh, because there are so many problems which we can step up and solve. Uh, but we are not given such an, we are not given since we don't look to even search for these problems until they're until we face it. So the moment you start seeing problems, uh, just for example, I work, I'm currently working as an intern at Inventor Robotics. Uh, so so you see, there is a problem that doctors go into the COVID ward and they might get infected with COVID, right? So this is a genuine problem. I mean, there's nobody needs to tell. You need to just sit and think what's the problem and you'll know that this is a problem. But how many people are actually stepping forward to solve this problem is, I don't know. I don't, I I feel like very few people. So we fail to see problems. And unfortunately, we start seeing problems in other sectors, which through other ways, but where where they can actually be solved through engineering. So you start becoming a very good engineer once you start uh, seeing problems. I I was lucky uh, to intern in my first year under uh, Dr. Anil Kumar Gupta, he's a Padmashi recipient, he's from IMA. So he explicitly talks about this, this whole internship, the whole point of this internship is for you to identify problems and how how do you come to solve across them. I would suggest if any juniors are interested, uh, next year they should kind of look at uh, applying to Srishti. It's called S-R-I-S-T-I, where they really align students to look into problems. And I feel good engineers will come when they start solving problems.
0: Yeah, great. Greatly said, like, you need to look at the problems, then you have to decide what you ha- you want to do, right? Great. Sure. So, uh, moving on to next section, and the next section we have is optical flow. And I am pretty sure you are using optical flow in your day-to-day life a lot. Okay, so, yeah, sure. uh, for people, uh, I'll tell you guys, like, uh, he has a lot of achievements, and I'm gonna ask him to compare those achievements among himself, like, what was is the best thing for him? Like, one... The first is best research paper by IEEE, right? I So, yeah. yeah. And the second one was your hackathon wins. I guess NSUIT and Oktahex, correct? Yes. yes so, yes. you got to compare so, how both of them change your life and what will you prefer? Like if someone asks you, you have to choose one for your whole life and give up others. So, what are you going to have to choose between them?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, def- uh, just to start off, both of them have been very instrumental uh, in my uh, resume or going forward. But if I had to choose, I would choose the paper at IEEE ICA Double Cp because I told you that I was looking for a master's abroad. So this really, like, this was my opening paragraph for, like, uh, I, my interest. Because if I want to convey my interest in research, Uh, these hackathons might not uh, convey my interest in research but a paper will actually reflect my interest in research so I'll keep that. But again just to be clear these papers are not, these conferences are not, uh, you know, top conferences they are just undergraduate conferences so at that point for me though, if I had to compare I'd have to choose this one for sure.
0: Okay great. Like this is, you are taking this like you are moderating this but this is actually a great achievement like not a small thing and I'll just congratulate for all these winnings and all these achievements, and for the and one more thing like that's the dream for every student having an internship not in India, outside India, and within your college life, right? And you were intern at George, Georgia Institute, I guess. So, how was your experience? And uh, there'll be a lot of people who wanted me to ask how you actually got through the, uh, that opportunity and how actually you made it to there,
1: sure. Uh, so the opportunity I would say is, uh, you have to write a lot of emails. And I, I, I wrote around say 400, 500 emails to professors just to get opportunity. So I, in my sophomore year, summer, I was in turning at inventor robotics where I'm currently working. Uh, so there I met a friend, he was also an intern, but he was from Georgia tech. So then he saw my work and he said that there is a professor in Georgia tech whom you should contact because his work and my work matches. So I, I wrote an email to him. So the art generally. I think the first win, if your professor is interested in you, it will be because of your email. So how you, how you write your email really changes the whole game. Okay. So I clearly mentioned um, what I have done so far and what he's doing in his lab and how my work might help him in you know, continuing the research there, because he's not going to do some charity to just take me and pay me money right? all the do. way to the US, right? right? He wants some work to get done. So and now it's all left to you in your email. How are you going to convince him saying that you are the guy who's going to help get your work done. So that's, that's the whole point. And after that, I had a series of interviews, like lots of interviews, it, it, they took around four or five months of interviews. So okay. assi- assignments and video calls. And after that, they were like, okay, fine, we'll have you for the summer for three months. And this is where I said, Thapar really helped me. I just kind of bunked one month of college and because, and then nobody asked me and like, they were really happy to send me. So okay. that's how it went. That's, that's great. how that's I made great. it
0: to that. Yeah. Yeah. Just as you mentioned, like uh, I'm gonna talk about this as well. Like uh, whenever you are writing something to some professional, you gotta write like in a really art way because that's gonna be something smart work there. And if that smart works work, then you gotta show your hard work there, right? You gotta Because you gotta tell like, yeah, I like your work. You should like my work, but this is the way I would like to help you. There you exactly. there you show like this not only profit of mind it's actually yours as well
1: absolutely absolutely
0: okay yeah,
1: so so yeah. One, one thing i could add on is people generally i've seen sophomores or third year students uh, write to professor saying that i did a course i did xyz course i mean the professor is not really bothered about you did xyz i mean that if you did that, if you look andrew ng's and course i think there 5 lakh or 6 lakh people have completed that course so you're not the only one out there so you, you got to put it in a way saying that, hey, I completed course XYZ and you're working on project ABC. Each of these course can help me contribute to your projects in, in some manner. And that is where you will get the edge over the rest of your colleagues applying, or peers applying. So that is okay. where you have to be careful, yeah.
0: Great, great. Like, that's a great learning for me as well. Like I'm gonna write a yeah. lot of mails in coming year as well. Okay. Sure. So uh, the last section we have is that's going to be bag of visual words. I'm going to ask you very, very fine and very fun questions regarding your life, personal life and everything. You got to be really fast to answer that. Okay, let's start. Sure. Okay, so the first thing, favorite language. Telugu.
1: I mean, sorry, you mean uh, programming language? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, Python.
0: Okay, favorite code editor? Uh, VS code. Okay, preferable time to code, day or night?
1: Right. Marvel or DC? Marvel.
0: Hershey's or Cadbury? Oh, Cadbury. Cadbury, okay. Elon Musk, yes or no? Yes. Yes, great. Udacity or Udemy?
1: Udemy.
0: Udemy, cool. Web or Android? Web. Government job or a private sector?
1: Oh, I wish I could get some good government job, yeah.
0: Okay, great. That's it for this section. So Thank you for joining. And uh, I'll just ask a last question. And that's like something everyone should listen to it. And that's like a bonus line for everyone. What's, What's your three main agenda of your life that made you achieve all of this? And what's the three learning you have that actually made you so achievable in your life?
1: I think there's still a long way to go and achieve, but uh, if I had to, uh, if I had to choose something, I'll take it from uh, Dr. Anil Gupta, who has always said this, you have to be really empathetic and compassionate. uh, That'll help you solve problems. That's two words. And the last word would be consistency. Uh, I feel people say smart work and hard work, but uh, I feel true success really starts coming when you be uh, really consistent. And I'm trying to be more consistent in what I'm trying to do. But I think we will find the difference ourselves also. Like studying for one day is hard work. Studying for three days, distributed least maybe smart work. But studying continuously over a period of time is consistently studying will help you score better. So, being empathy, showing empathy, being compassionate and consistently working. I think they'll, I mean, these are the standard words everybody might be saying. So yeah, they'll help you do stuff.
0: Yeah, great. So uh, uh, from your answers only, I have got another question. Sorry for that. But Actually, uh, like uh, uh, for a lot of people, like I've been talking to a lot of the people from coding clubs and everything from LinkedIn as well. Mm -hmm. And they are finding this really tough to do. Like they are working for GitHub. They are working for LinkedIn. They are working on hackathons. They are working for college life. They are working for themselves. Like there is a lot to manage, right? But there there is a need to manage your GitHub and LinkedIn, the social medias and with your work as well. Right. So how important LinkedIn and GitHub is for a developer?
1: Oh, I, I cannot just stress on the importance at least for LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn is for me extremely important because and people are kind of shy to put uh, what they've achieved on LinkedIn or they're not really active on LinkedIn. I say that, you no, know, don't care what people say. Just if you have something to tell, it's a free world. I mean, you can you can put something relevant to the platform. Uh, yeah, keep your LinkedIn updated. I, <laughs> I can't stress on the importance of it because people, especially in abroad, they just go through your LinkedIn profile, forget your resume, they just go through your LinkedIn profile, uh, because they don't download resumes and stuff like that. Um, so LinkedIn is very important, both in terms of jobs and see. It's, it's, not, it's about network. Eventually, how successful you are, I think will boil down to what is your network. So if you keep if you keep doing good stuff people will get connected to you and you will have strong connections and at any point in time you want to do something and you put it on linkedin saying, hey i'm looking for a job just for example you have quality connections who know about your work Correct. and then at that point things become really easy so yeah i think linkedin is uh, very important github again uh, it's a personal choice. I've seen some great developers who don't even touch GitHub. Like they just manage stuff on their own. They just put it on the computer and they push it to co- production. So uh, th- it is important, no doubt. It's a good evaluative metric on wh- what you're doing. But LinkedIn definitely is a, the go-to stuff people should. You'll be aware of diff- what people are doing also. Like you will know. I'll know what you are doing or your achievement. I you'll know what I'm doing. So that's how LinkedIn works.
0: I like LinkedIn. Yeah, great, great. And so thank you Sai for coming and talking to me for this podcast and i'll be troubling you again if people ask me for the part 2 and we're gonna soon shoot that part 2 as well if people gives a good response to this as well sure and i'll be I'll, glad. I'll gonna put all of his social media and every every social links in the description box below and you can actually uh, i'll gonna put a excel sheet as well you are gonna ask him questions and i'll ask him if he'll be able to answer that and he'll be I guess he'll be able yeah. to answer. right? Yeah,
1: sure. I mean, if yeah, definitely, definitely. If people need to connect, uh, they can connect on my Instagram page. It's called Must underscore Grow, where we talk about such kind of stuff. So yeah.
0: Yeah, great. So I'm gonna put all of those in the link uh, in the description box. Thank you, Sai. Thank you so much. And oh, I, my pleasure. And I hope you gonna achieve a lot in your life, and we're gonna see a lot of your achievements on LinkedIn very soon.
1: <laughs> sure. Thank you. I hope. Yeah. I wish everybody gets what okay. they want. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Sai. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.